Welcome to Stock Markets with KR, a podcast where I share my journey of the financial markets and my analysis and insights. So I'm glad to see you here and let's get started. If I got a dollar for every time someone requested an episode like this, I could probably afford at least one share of Berkshire Hathaway. But jokes apart, this really is one of the most requested topics and, you know, for very good reason, investing in the international markets is super attractive to everyone. You know, we always see these very glorious images and really nice things about the international markets. But realistically speaking, it's really perceived as something that's either too difficult or too clumsy or just infeasible in general. So, you know, in this episode, I felt I should shed some light on this very hot topic and share what I've found about this space so far. So here's how it's going to go. You know, first I'll walk you through why one may want to explore the international markets and, you know, stocks like Apple and Tesla and Amazon, which have been making crazy news, crazy headlines since the past few months. Next, I'll also talk about a few providers so you know how you can invest and, you know, I just just whatever I know. And uh, I'll also answer a few questions that I received on my social media. You should follow that, by the way, at Markets with KR on Twitter, at Stock Markets with KR on Instagram. And finally, a couple of legal and compliance related things that you should keep in mind. And I'll also talk about my personal view on international investing. So please bear with me. This is just a short episode. It's probably 10 to 15 minutes long. So it isn't possible for me to include every little detail. And that's why I strongly recommend you to do a bit of further study as well. It'll just help you. Anyway, though, let's get right into it. See, now one may think at first that why do people care so much about the international markets? Now, first things first, when we say international markets, most of us think about the US markets and understandably so. They are, after all, the largest in the world. And with stocks like Apple, Tesla, Amazon, Zoom and more, they've presented just plenty of opportunities to investors to earn those nice returns. And the kind of momentum and movement that these stocks can carry is mouthwatering to the average Joe, especially when you look at so much of news around these stocks, so many headlines that these stocks typically make. Now, from an Indian uh, from an Indian investor's point of view, this kind of movement combined with the weakening rupee, because of course we've seen that clear trend, means that you get almost a two-fold benefit on your investment. So not only does your stock or investment hopefully go up, but if the rupee weakens, let's say by one or two percent, you can get that added ROI when you convert to INR, which is always a nice thing. You know, uh, there's this little thing where uh, whenever someone is going to receive money from outside, you know, receive USD, they're always hoping that, my God, I hope that rupee has fallen and I hope it's very weak because, you know, you you get that added benefit. So it's just like that. And uh, that's one of the reasons why people like to invest, especially in the US markets. Another aspect of international markets and why they attract so many people is the sheer choice and the freedom that you have. Not only do you have a virtually infinite selection of stocks that you can choose from, but you also have a plethora of ETFs, you know, S&P 500 based ETFs and such 
there's this uh, guy i'm sure you've heard of him kevin o'leary he's a shark on shark tank he's a he's a, you know he's a very famous investor and uh, he he strongly believes in these etfs he's he's a big fan of s&p 500 i think so you know etfs like that you can just invest your money in and then uh, it's it's sort of uh, you know it's, it's historically speaking it is bound to go up so whether you know you've bitten that diversification is king pill or you've just spotted an interesting trading opportunity in the us markets investing in those is more accessible now than ever before so you know it attracts a lot of people and again understandably so so the next question anyone including myself would have is that how can i invest in the international markets and you know as attractive as foreign investments sound it really isn't always that easy for example up until a few years ago investing or trading in foreign markets would be a far fetched dream for the average investor you know retail investors like you and me well you may at least hopefully uh, you know maybe you also so i say this you know i say all of this because uh, a few years ago well a couple of years ago i looked into this you know i was in college i was speaking to my friend and he had invested heavily in tesla amazon and and such again not a recommendation to invest in those companies i'm just sharing an anecdote here so uh, when he was talking about his investments i was obviously very attracted to it because um, the kind of returns that those companies have given him was was quite interesting to me so i was looking into this you know i was looking into how one can invest in the international and us markets and except for a few borderline shady services there really wasn't anyone credible in the space so now i was kind of bombed out initially but uh, but then i did some digging i asked some people i asked that friend that hey dude what do you use for your investment and you know how exactly are you getting all of this because i couldn't really find any credible uh, credible places or i couldn't really find any platforms and and he told me about uh, he told me about some some platform that he used he, he uses stockel uh, s t o c k l uh, s t o c k a l so you know he told me about that that he has an investing account uh, with that with that uh, platform and you know he was telling me that apparently it tracks your portfolio's health and you know gives you a lot of other metrics which is sounded pretty cool and i was looking at a few of their videos as well you know they've got this they've got this product called stacks where it's like a bundle of securities that they've crafted again all all like international market related securities so it's like you know thematic investing risk investing risk based investing rather and uh, you know i i i always knew that this this thing was either there for us citizens only you know for us markets or it was based in the indian markets you know you got these things similar things but for the indian markets but uh, you know by indian companies but you know i i found this so i thought i'd share it here and uh, you know this 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 really made me think about this entire fintech revolution because one thing that it's given us is it's it's to make personal finance and investing hell easy right a few years ago we couldn't even dream about something like this and you know right from great brokers that help us trade the indian markets easier these days to platforms that that are providing a holistic solution to investing in general you know so many of them we have it all and 
you know, it really makes me wonder how far the scene has come. And, you know, at one point, even investing money in the Indian markets is a pain in the ass because, uh, you know, you had, you know, we did not have digitization at that point. Even when we did, it was very difficult. And now we've got so many platforms that that almost spoon feed investors. It's, it's honestly crazy. All right. So moving to the Q&A, I asked these questions on Instagram and uh, I got a few really good, interesting questions. So I'm going to you know, add them here. So the first one is how to invest in international mutual funds and blue chip stocks. So my answer is by clicking a button. And, you know, I hate to crack these lame jokes every time, but that really is the case. So there are many, you know, platforms that, that provide investing accounts and such. But, uh, you know, since this question is so common, I'll, I'll add a link to uh, Stockel's website because that's the one my friend uses. So I'm you know, just going to use that. And uh, my personal investment portfolio doesn't include international stocks. So I'm not aware of the exact process of placing an order and, you know, really specific stuff like compliances and taxation and all of that. But you can always look those things up and you know, reach out to those those platforms directly. What I do know is that thanks to these new platforms, you know, accessibility has become great. So, you know, your access to these newer investing avenues has increased quite a lot. So, you know, I'm sure that uh, that this is a question best answered by Google. Now, the second question is which stocks to invest in. So, again, I, I wish there was a set answer for this. You can always choose the FANG stocks, F-A-A-N-G stocks or tesla or something again not recommendations at all or you could figure out an underdog with an opportunity like you know zoom was uh, a few months ago or at the earlier earlier this year and you know ultimately it's all going to be like investing in the indian markets you you just have to have that sort of uh, knack of investing and you know the only thing which is going to be different is that you have a wider selection and potentially more maturity in the market so you know you could you could go with direct equity as you would in the Indian markets or you could also go with ETFs. Again, as I said, Kevin O'Leary, I think he he recommends S&P 500 ETFs a lot and, you know, he's quite conservative with his portfolio. So perhaps you could look at something like that or, you know, whatever your risk appetite is like and whatever your risk allows for. So the next question is one which is very valid and it is, some mutual funds in India already offer this. So what's that about? And now the thing is many MFs in India recently started US market funds. It's exactly like, you know, your regular MF where, you know, you, you invest in stocks and all that, except these international MFs would invest in US companies and you can always check their holdings online. I think, you know, it's, it's like this requirement or at least these, these AMCs do do that. So you can check their holdings and such. And, uh, you know, if, if the companies that you personally want to invest in and these MFs holdings match, you can opt for it. But again, you don't get that customization. So uh, if you're looking for customization, if you want to, you know, invest in one or two uh, companies or something or a very few specific list of companies, you are not going to get that with an MF. But if, you know, if, if you're happy with the MFs selection, there's nothing really stopping you. Uh, the next question is that, is there some minimum amount and what's the brokerage? So most have no minimum account value as such, but they do have trickier fee structures. 
you know in india indian brokers and stuff we are used to those flat rates without any subscriptions or something but a lot of international investing accounts have subscription plans plus flat rates some have monthly percentage based fees and you know some have completely different structures too so it isn't the standard 20 rupees per trade either side thing that we're normally used to in the indian markets with uh, with you know brokers uh, you know native to to our country so again it's it's a question best answered by the faq section of of whatever platform you choose i think so i think that would be a better way to answer that now coming to the last section compliance and taxation and this is the one which is really important right especially with uh, you know in a country like india so the thing is as long as the platform that you pick is registered and legal in india you shouldn't have a pro- problem just make sure that they're reporting and you know the the kind of reports that they're giving you is proper and in this day and age most will give you reports which are much more than what is the minimum requirement so you should be fine but uh, that's that's going to be the only real concern area because ultimately you just want your holdings and you want your trade books and you want your uh, you know your capital gains and all those things so it really isn't anything which is too different from what we are normally used to but it's still best to uh, you know best to check with the platform that you're going to be using and uh, there there is one very important thing though recently there was this new rule where you had to pay 5% tcs not the it company tcs is tax collected at source when you invested more than 7 lakh rupees via lrs now lrs is basically this scheme where you can freely remit up to usd 250k so you know chances are that you will be using that because 250k is the upper limit usd 250k which is quite a lot so this means that if you're investing 20 lakh you need to pay that tcs 5% tcs on 13 lakhs and it's not ideal if you ask me but i'm sure that the authorities must have something in mind when they thought of something like this and you know it really isn't that bad because see you can always offset the tcs payment against your tax liability it's just like tds except there is a c here and it's involved uh, with foreign investments so you know it's it's there there's nothing to worry but you just have to keep these things in mind again if you are going to be investing more than 7 lakh rupees under 7 lakhs you're going to be fine and yeah that's that's you know that's uh that's all you really need to know about compliance and taxation again hopefully your ca will be the, will be the one who will really um you know deal with your taxes uh, but you just need to make sure that the reports are fine and the platform that you're using is legal and registered you know you aren't getting into something which is kind of shady So to conclude whether investing in the international markets is worth it or not is a very subjective question to be honest I I personally don't trade or invest in the foreign markets because I don't need to my indian investments and trades are doing fairly well and I don't need to scale my trading at this point when I have the extra capital you know when I feel that the indian stocks aren't giving me enough I can always make the switch afterwards so that whether it is worth it or not answer completely depends on you and no other factor so you know it's it's you really have to weigh the pros and cons uh you know sit sit down just think about it think about if if it's the right thing for you and if you think it is then 
it's it's never been easier if it isn't then you know there all there's always a tomorrow so i hope this helped clear things up and uh, investing in the international markets of course is now easier than ever thanks to all these modern platforms and uh, you know hopefully the laws also being streamlined a little bit so if it makes sense to you the accessibility we have is crazy good if it doesn't again there's always a tomorrow i hope you found this helpful and informative and i hope to continue doing these kind of uh, these kind of episodes frequently that's it for this one see you in the next Thank <music> you.